RTHK, the news at 11 o'clock with Andrew Shirovsky. Tonight's headlines, a number of lawmakers call on the government to scrap the PCR test requirements for residents returning from the mainland. An international cruise liner docks in Hong Kong for the first time since the start of the COVID pandemic. And the so-called junket king is sentenced to 18 years in jail by a court in Macau. Ahead of the Lunar New Year, some lawmakers have urged the government to scrap its PCR test requirements for travelers to make it easier for Hong Kongers to return to the city after the holidays. DAB lawmaker Edward Leung said PCR testing services on the mainland are especially hard to find during the holiday period. Recently, we have received a lot of complaints or cases that it is very difficult to find PCR tests in mainland China because of the fact that it is Chinese New Year period right now. We believe that it is better to use rapid test and take a photo of it safe in your phone as a proof that you are negative in COVID to cross the border coming back to Hong Kong. An international cruise ship is docked in Hong Kong for the first time in three years. Silver Spirit arrived at Ocean Terminal in Chim Sa Choi at about 8 a.m. this morning. It came from Singapore, carrying hundreds of tourists from over 20 countries. Hong Kong is its last stop, and it will return to Singapore tomorrow. The tourism board says some travelers on the ship were planning to visit tourist spots, such as the West Kowloon Cultural District and the Peak Tram. The Secretary for Culture, Kevin Young, welcomed them at the terminal. He said the Hong Kong government would work hard to promote the cruise and tourism industry. It's a very important milestone to us along the road of recovery. And we will work hard with the uh, tourism board to do a lot of promotion work to attract more tourists coming to Hong Kong. For the cruise tourism, we will also work with the GBA cities and we will also make Hong Kong as a port for cruise industry for starting port and as well as a station in the middle of a cruise. A court in Macau has sentenced top junket boss Alvin Chow to 18 years in prison after he was found guilty of charges including enabling illegal gambling. In the year before the outbreak of COVID, his company accounted for a huge chunk of the gambling SAR's revenue. Maggie Ho has more. The long jail sentence marks a dramatic turnaround for the businessman who once presided over Macau's VIP gaming industry. Chow was chairman of Sun City, which brokered the gambling activity of mainland high rollers in the SAR until December 2021, a month after his arrest. In addition to enabling illegal gaming, he was found guilty of running a criminal syndicate and money laundering. Chow pleaded not guilty to the charges. His lawyers had argued that he did not operate any illegal gambling or commit money laundering, and that his business in the Philippines was permitted by local authorities there. They said no one from the Sun City Group had promoted gambling on the mainland. Macau is the only city in China where citizens are permitted to gamble in casinos. Junket operators help facilitate this by extending credit to wealthy mainlanders in Macau and collecting on their debts on behalf of casino operators. But marketing or soliciting gambling on the mainland is illegal. Chow's Sun City was a major player in Macau until 2019, prior to the coronavirus pandemic. Industry executives say it accounted for about a quarter of the SAR's total gaming revenues that year, which amounted to 36 billion US dollars. The junket industry has collapsed in a former Portuguese enclave since Chow's arrest, with all of Sun City's VIP rooms shattered. 
many other operators have folded, hurt by poor sentiment and a lack of business due to COVID-related traffic restrictions. An education sector representative says schools won't have a problem with the one-month extension to the daily rapid COVID test requirement for pupils and staff. The Education Bureau issued a letter yesterday saying tests will still have to be taken every day until February the 28th, after saying in December the requirement would end by January 31st. But Dion Chen, who chairs the Direct Subsidy Scheme Schools Council, says one more month won't cause much disruption. And the weather. Fine and dry, rather cool tonight and tomorrow morning, a minimum temperature of about 13 degrees in urban areas, a few degrees even lower in the new territories. Top temperature tomorrow will be about 19 degrees. The outlook mainly fine on Friday, but rather cool in the morning. The current temperature at the observatory is 14 degrees Celsius, relative humidity 62%. And please be advised, the red fire danger warning is currently in force. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past 11. And back to our top story. People are worried whether or not they can get tested for COVID ahead of the Lunar New Year. Ada Ao earlier spoke to FTU lawmaker Bill Tang, who described the situation as dire. From last week, many and many residents make complaints or inquiry to FTU. Even they make a searching from mainland China official website to find the PCR test cases, but the service is, is not available or, or is not fully available. For example, um, in Guangzhou, there's a very important public hospital. Our FTU staff go to the hospital to make inquiry. Even the official website mentions such hospital can provide a PCR test for Hong Kong residents. But when we reach the hospital, the hospital say the PCR test surface only for the inpatient in emergency situation. They suggest Hong Kong residents to another region in Quanzhou City to find a PCR test. We then um, make a call to the another PCR test recommend. We ask in the Chinese New Year, especially the, the first day, the public holiday, is any service for PCR test? They say no. So, so many surveys actually suspend. We, we can foresee next week quite many Hong Kong residents, they need to go back to Hong Kong for work, but they are not even easy to find a PCR test in the uh, mainland China. Uh, the example just in Guangzhou. Guangzhou is a very good management city. If the Hong Kong resident, the city they stage maybe in village, it's not easy to give any information to such resident. Do you think the PCR test should be scrapped or replaced by RIT tests? Mm. The Hong Kong resident, they come back from mainland China to Hong Kong. The regulation should be more flexible. We hope the, uh, the Hong Kong government can listen to us and then change the regulation. No need to do the PCR test, especially for mainland China to go back to Hong Kong. If they won't really know the health situation, we suggest maybe the Hong Kong resident only make the rapid test or a rapid test in the custom point instantly. I think such a suggestion is feasible. The government says hundreds of violations have been uncovered since new regulations on subdivided flats came into force a year ago. But as Damon Pang reports, it is only it has only managed to successfully prosecute one landlord. The topic of subdivided flats was raised during the weekly meeting of the Legislative Council. Housing Secretary Winnie Ho told lawmakers that almost 1,100 suspected violations of the regulations have been identified since the start of last year and that officials are still probing around two-thirds of them. So far, she said, 
one landlord has been fined $6,600 by a court over missing documents. DAB Chairwoman Starry Lee was unimpressed, saying officials need to step up prosecution work to better protect the rights of grassroots tenants. But Ms Ho said the tenants are often reluctant to cooperate with law enforcement, citing factors such as time constraints. We will need the tenants to come forward to testify, but they are grassroots people who have to work and they may be reluctant to spend time on this. So some of them are not very willing to provide further information to RVD and therefore RVD cannot take further action on these cases. On setting initial rents for subdivided flats as part of the rent control regime, the housing chief stressed that the government needs more time to analyse data, as the rent level may be affected by the availability of more transitional housing and light public housing in the coming years. She also rejected the idea of the Hong Kong government buying up flats elsewhere in the Greater Bay Area to house those waiting for public housing here, saying the grassroots community wouldn't welcome the idea of having to make long trips to work. Nine people have been arrested over an alleged $6 billion Hong Kong dollar money laundering operation, which customs officers believe is their biggest bust to date. Officials suspect a residential flat in Hung Ham served as the center of operations. Yerong Yuk Man from the Syndicated Syndicate Crimes Investigation Bureau says some of the alleged illicit funds were thought to have been transferred to a nearby money exchange store. We do not rule out that someone brought the large amount of money with unknown sources back to the operational center for further handling and then divided the money among other members to be deposited over bank counters or through automated teller machines nearby. Hong Kong's financial secretary Paul Chan has told international business leaders at the World Economic Forum in Davos that the Greater Bay Area can combine the best of San Francisco and New York as he hailed the opening up of Hong Kong and the mainland. He said the Greater Bay Area initiative would bring together the financial hub of Hong Kong and its skills in research and development with the concentration of tech companies and advanced manufacturing in nearby cities. Vice Premier Liu He has told U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen that China-U.S. relations are highly consequential and it's important to maintain a dialogue. The two met in Zurich as the world's biggest economies work to repair frayed relations. Aaron Tam reports. In the first in-person meeting between the two, Liu He told the U.S. Treasury chief that the two countries need serious communication and coordination on climate change and macroeconomic issues. He highlighted the importance of seeking common ground and expressed hopes they can work together. For her part, Ms. Yellen said that China and the U.S. share responsibility in managing differences and that there's a pressing need for the two nations to communicate on economic and financial conditions. The meeting is part of a broader Beijing and Washington push to increase bilateral communications after November talks between President Xi Jinping and his counterpart Joe Biden in Indonesia. Earlier, Mr. Liu, the director of the State Council's Economic Affairs Commission, had urged global leaders gathered at the World Economic Forum in Davos to abandon what he called a Cold War mentality and expand international cooperation on issues such as climate change. He also pledged that the mainland will not go back to a planned economy. Now some people say that China wants to return to a planned economy. 
This is completely impossible, and the Chinese people will not take this path. We must unswervingly deepen the reform of state-owned enterprises and support the development and growth of the private economy. We must protect competition, oppose monopoly, protect property rights, and fully promote entrepreneurship. Mr. Liu's comments come after official data showed that China's economic growth slumped sharply last year. But he said he's confident of a significant improvement ahead. He said he expects to see a major rise in its imports, more investment by companies, and a return to regular consumption habits over the next few months. The vice premier is set to step down this year as part of an overhaul of the nation's economic leadership disclosed in September. Philippine journalist and Nobel Peace Prize winner Maria Ressa has been acquitted of tax evasion charges by a Manila court. Her news site, Rappler, was also cleared of tax evasion. She hailed the verdict as a victory for truth and justice. Rappler earned a reputation for its tough scrutiny of former Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte. But Ms. Ressa was convicted in 2020 of libel and has faced a string of criminal charges and investigations that she says are politically motivated. She described the charges as a brazen abuse of power intended to stop journalists from doing their job. These cases are where capital markets, where rule of law, where press freedom meet, right? So this acquittal, kahit na medyo matagal po, is not just for Rappler. It is for every Filipino who has ever been unjustly accused. Russia's Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov says he's yet to see any serious proposals for peace in Ukraine and that any talks must address Moscow's wider security concerns. Mr. Lavrov said President Zelensky's peace plans were completely absurd, but Russia was ready to respond to any concrete initiatives from the West. U.S. authorities say a polar bear has killed a woman and a boy in northwestern Alaska. Police said the animal entered the remote village of Wales on the tip of the Seward Peninsula and began chasing people. As it attacked the woman and the boy, it was shot and killed, but the mauling proved to be fatal. And in sports news, in tennis, defending champion and top seed Rafael Nadal has crashed out of the Australian Open in round two to 65th-ranked American Mackenzie McDonald in a major upset, his worst Grand Slam result in seven years. The Spanish 36-year-old, who was struggling with what appeared to be a hip injury, slumped 6-4, 6-4, under a closed roof at the Rod Laver Arena. And that's the news, sports and the weather on RTHK. Radio Free Heavenly shades of night are falling It's twilight time Out of the mist your voice is calling Tis twilight time When purple colored curtains mark the end of day I'll hear you, my dear, at twilight time and wherever you are, thank you ever so much for tuning in to Twilight Time, Mondays to Fridays. 45 minutes of music from a bygone era where you can just kick back and relax. The first one chosen for us tonight comes from Suku. It's Perry Como's for the good times, dedicated to all the kind and great people, those who passed away and those are still alive. Yeah. 
For the good times. 